Welcome to the Solution Radio Show with Greg Backus. Our world is full of incomplete solutions, leaving people searching for more. God's only solution for all mankind, for all time, is Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. The Solution Radio Show will help you to grow in your relationship with God as your Heavenly Father. Your purpose is far greater than the day-to-day circumstances of life. Let's join Greg as he shares God's Word with us today. Thank you for joining us today on The Solution. Our interview segment is with Mike Bliss. Mike is involved with the Sports Barn Men's Bible Study in Bennington, Nebraska, which is just outside of Omaha, and he has a wonderful story to tell, and we'll hear about that in the second half of the program. Let's begin with God's Word. Uh, Here we will see today that when we speak life, we live life. And we want to do that according to God's Word and God's will. Uh, Recently, I met a young lady named Faye. I saw that she was wearing a large cross around her neck, and I told her that I was very thankful for what Jesus Christ did upon the cross for us. She replied, Amen. (laughs) We then talked about the Lord's return, and we both agreed what a glorious moment that will be. Faye works uh, here at a local hospital, and We prayed together before she headed into work. I asked God to keep his hedge of protection upon her and that she would have open doors to speak God's word and to love people with the love of God. She was very thankful for the prayer and for our brief conversation. We could have talked about the weather or we could have talked about the meaningless, trivial things of the day. Instead, Faye and I lived life to its fullest at that moment in time by speaking life to one another, by speaking God's word, by sharing the gospel with one another. What a joy, what a privilege to love others by speaking God's word, and what a tremendous start to the day by praying together. Our Heavenly Father, he is just so gracious and so kind to allow us to minister his grace, his mercy, and his love to others. We do that by speaking and living his word. There's a lot of darkness in this world, sadly even amongst God's people. All of us deal with the spiritual attacks of the evil one. Spiritually, the war has already been won because of the accomplished work of Jesus Christ. And the end result is revealed in the book of Revelation and the Bible. But still, until that day, there are daily battles in our lives. And in those battles... We determine the outcome by the words we think, by the words we speak, by the way we live, by what we believe. Our victory comes in our knowing what God has made us to be as his children, which is really our true identity. Our true identity is found in Christ. Let's look at a few verses here. If you have a a Bible handy and you'd like to follow along, we're going to see here where God's Word clearly shows us what we have received as God's children. Uh, Romans chapter 5 is where we'll begin. We'll read a couple of verses here, verses 1 and 2. Romans 5, verse 1. Therefore, being justified by believing, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have peace with God because of the justification we have received by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. What is it to be justified? Well, justification is God's declaration that you are righteous in his sight. 
It is a present tense continuous state, meaning that God literally sees you right now as he sees the Lord Jesus Christ. You are free from the guilt and condemnation of sin. Now, obviously, it doesn't give any one of us a a license to sin. We would be extremely foolish to continue in sin, knowing what God has done for us and in us through Christ. It's only because of his love and his grace that we are declared righteous. It has absolutely nothing to do with our good or bad works. It's because of the work of Jesus Christ. For us to live in obedience to God, well, that's going to result in eternal rewards. To live in disobedience to sin, well, that's going to result in the loss of what could have been in the realm of eternal rewards and eternal responsibilities. I really can't even wrap my head around it, but I know it's true. It's true because God's Word says so. We are at peace with God. God initiated the peace towards us through Christ. We need to just accept His peace. We need to quit fighting. We need to be obedient to God's Word and believe and trust and know that He loves us and cares for us. Verse 2, It says, by whom, by Christ, also we have access by believing into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. We have access or an introduction into God's grace by Christ. His grace is his divine favor toward you. Your standing in the sight of God is one of a child of God. Your standing has nothing to do with your behavior, whether good or bad. Your standing as a child of God is by the grace of God through the accomplished work of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, that makes me think of Ephesians chapter 2, where it says that we are saved by God's grace. It's not of works, lest any one of us should boast. Well, by grace here in Romans 5, it says, as a child of God, we are to stand. We are to live always mindful, always cognizant, aware of who we are in Christ. Every moment of every day, knowing who our Heavenly Father is and what He has made us to be as His children leads to a victorious life in every area. You're above every circumstance because you're seated in the heavenlies, number one, spiritually from God's perspective. All of your need has been met through the accomplished work of the Lord Jesus Christ, the greatest need of all being eternal life. Wow, what a privilege it is to be one of God's children in this day and age. And then there in in verse 2 of Romans 5, it said, we're to rejoice in or we're to boast about the hope of the glory of God. The great hope of the glory of God is the return of his son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and his gathering of the church of the body together. And then, (laughs) that's going to result in our actual, literal seating in the heavenlies at God's right hand, where you will experience it firsthand. I believe it was last week when we looked at 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, where it speaks of the utter ruin or the destruction of those that are left behind at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, the opposite of the utter ruin is what we see here the rejoicing in the hope of the glory of God. And that rejoicing is for those that are saved. There's a spiritual battle, and it's being waged right now for your life. If you have not yet accepted God's solution to the problem of sin, His solution 
Jesus Christ. If you have not yet accepted Jesus Christ, then you are on the side of utter destruction. You can easily move to the side of rejoicing in the hope of the glory of God. It's not uh, cumbersome. It's not some great work. It's, it's not fasting. It's not uh, giving up this or that. It's as simple as what it says in Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. It says, If you believe God raised Jesus Christ from the dead and confess Jesus as Lord of your life, you will be saved. You don't have to go to the altar. You don't have to give up chocolate or beer. Your good works will never make you righteous in the sight of God. Only believing on the work of the Lord Jesus Christ, only on his work, will we be righteous in God's sight. What is holding you back from believing that? Don't let pride, ego, or the fear of what the neighbors may think or your relatives don't let that keep you from receiving eternal life. For those of us that have confessed Jesus as Lord, well, our daily battle is to believe God's word and to be obedient to his direction. Where do we allow our minds to go during the day? Do we bring our thoughts captive to Christ, to God's word? Or do we let our minds run loose, entertaining ideas and thoughts that are contrary to God's word? When we truly recognize who we are in Christ and who God is as our Father, then, then we begin to walk in the newness of life which we have received in the new birth. Let's look at Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. A couple tremendous verses here, very practical application of the righteousness that we have in Christ. It says here in verse 1, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And verse 2 says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. In light of all that God has done for us, we're instructed here in Romans chapter 12, to present ourselves as a living sacrifice. It's no longer all about me. It's no longer all about you. It's about us having the heart to ask our Father, what can I do for you today? And then, in loving obedience, do all that he requests. You know, I think back to Faye, who we talked about at the very beginning here. Both of us uh, reached out to one another and, and spoke the words of life, God's word to one another. What a tremendous start to the day to be able to, to reach into another's heart and life and to minister words of grace to that individual. What a privilege we have as God's children to minister to the heart of people. And the way that we do that is by walking in love, speaking God's word, being obedient to what the Father directs our hearts to do. And then what's remarkable here in verse 2, it tells us not to be conformed or molded. That word conformed would better be translated molded. We're not to be molded to this world. Instead, we are to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. That word transformed uh, means a change of a very radical kind. And to give you an example, 
the word metamorphosis comes from the Greek word that the word transformed is translated from. Well, we learned in high school, grade school, about the process of metamorphosis. A lowly caterpillar goes into a cocoon and then emerges as a beautiful butterfly. That's this word transformed. How do you and I become transformed? Well, we put on the mind of Christ. We make no provision for the flesh, as it says in Romans chapter 13, I believe. Instead, we put on the Lord Jesus Christ. The Word of God is a living Word. It's alive. You put the Word of God on in your mind and your thinking, and you've got the Holy Spirit within you because you've been born again of God's Spirit because you've confessed Jesus as Lord of your life, believing God raised Him from the dead. Your life changes from the inside out. And then you live that change. That's what it is to not be conformed to this world, but rather to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And what will you do? You will prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Just as Jesus Christ said, I always do the Father's will. Well, wouldn't it be wonderful for you and I to say, I always do the Father's will. It's available to do the Father's will as we put on the mind of Christ, as we walk in obedience, as we live in obedience to the direction of the Spirit of God, as we walk by His living Word. Your whole life changes as you allow the Word of God and the Spirit of God to transform your heart. In the transformation, we will now speak what God would have us to speak. We will live as God would have us to live. What a wonderful life we have to live for God. What an amazing eternity awaits us when the Lord Jesus Christ returns. Speak life by speaking God's Word. Live life by living God's Word. After this short break, we will talk with Mike Bliss of the Men's Sports Barn Ministry in Bennington, Nebraska. Be sure to visit our website, thesolutionradioshow.com. John posted a comment on the Solution Radio Show website that said, Loved your teaching. This knowledge of who we are in Christ is so vitally important to us. What an amazing privilege we have to reconcile people back to our loving Father. God bless you. John is one of many listeners that we hear from here at the Solution Radio Show. Now through the end of March, if you send a donation of any amount, we will send you a copy of Volume 1, God's Magnificent Goodness. Volume 1 contains the first 14 teaching segments of the Solution Radio Show, along with discussion questions at the end of each chapter. Volume 1 may be used as an individual or group study guide. It will be mailed mid-March. Help to make a difference by supporting the Solution Radio Show with your donation. Visit thesolutionradioshow.com and click the Donate button today. This is the Solution Radio Show, exploring God's solution for all mankind, for all time, Jesus Christ, with your host, Greg Backus. Mike Bliss grew up in Westchester, Illinois. Several years ago, he bought a one-way plane ticket to Southern California where he aspired to be a Hollywood actor. He met the girl of his dreams in California, and eventually both Mike and his wife Lisa, they settled in the Omaha, Nebraska area. They have two boys, one in law school and one in college. 
Mike currently works for a medical device company selling spinal implants. Mike Bliss is involved with the Sports Barn Men's Bible Study in Bennington, Nebraska, which is just outside of Omaha. Mike is the facilitator for the men's weekly prayer and Bible study group at the Sports Barn. I'd like to welcome Mike Bliss to the Solution Radio Show. Welcome, Mike. Greg, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm thankful that you're able to join us today. And uh, if you could, could you tell us a little bit about your testimony and how you came to know the Lord Jesus Christ and receive eternal life? You bet. You bet. My wife and I had uh, moved to Nebraska in 1991, and I began to hear uh, this uh, football coach for the Huskers. Uh, in Nebraska, there's no pro team, so uh, uh, college football is is like everything wrapped into one, uh, and the Huskers, uh, they steal the show. And mm-hmm. But there was a gentleman, uh, Coach Ron Brown, who's an orphan from New York, who was just uh, living on point, on mission for the Lord. And I heard him on the radio many times and began to start listening to him. And when uh, we had a player, Brooke Beringer, who was about to get drafted into the NFL that was part of several uh, national championships. And um, Brooke uh, had passed away tragically in a plane crash Hmm. several days before uh, the NFL draft in 1996. At his funeral, Coach Ron Brown used that opportunity to share the gospel, hearing about knowing that Jesus died on the cross for my sins and knowing that um, Jesus Christ wanted a personal relationship with me, but I had never uh, paid any attention to it. Uh, At that point, I had uh, surrendered my life to the Lord. And um, 12 years later, I sent a letter to Coach Brown and asked him to come speak at our, we were building a barn. We were gonna do events for work there. Mm -hmm. And we wound up having 170 men and young men come on March 15th, 2008 just the Lord used that time to flip uh, our family upside down for Jesus Christ. And it's been uh, full steam ahead ever since. Wow, that's really great. Now, so on Friday mornings, you do a men's Bible study there at the sports barn. Um, Can you give us a little background of what you do on the Friday mornings and um, how you minister to the men and so forth? You bet. You bet, Greg. Uh, So Friday morning, we've got guys from, uh, we're, we're privileged to have men from the Open Door Mission. Their staff members bring the men over and we have businessmen from all over Omaha. And then we also have people uh, that will come. They'll hear about the, the barn from, they might be from FCA, they might be from local colleges, UNO or Lincoln. And uh, they'll, they'll arrive, everybody arrives by 6 o'clock when we have corporate prayer. You know, we, we try to create that environment, uh, Greg, of a safe zone where everything stays there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, in-house, and we try to uh, create a, an environment where men can praise the Lord, they can ask for forgiveness, they can um, confess things, you know, whatever they feel like they need to do. But that that time goes from approximately 6 to about 6.20, and then we have uh, people are fellowshipping throughout. We start the big group uh, time, we call it, at 6.30 till 7. Okay. And we're go- we've been going through uh, man, the man in the mirror, which is Patrick Morley out of Orlando? A great book. And, uh, I've read it covers that. Covers yeah. every every kind of every kind of every kind of thing that you could ever heard uh, that a man would face. Uh, we cover that, and 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 then we and then at seven o'clock we break into small groups and continue the discussion. And so, the, and we feel that we can reach most men for Christ through sports or their through work, talking about their jobs. That's great. Yeah. 
lot of Greg, there's a lot of uh, sports memorabilia in in the sports barn. We have college football helmets, we have some pro helmets, and any kind of memorabilia you can imagine. Uh, we seem to have it in in the barn. I I saw some of those pictures that you had sent me, and I'll post those on our website as well too. And you, bet. Uh, you know, the Man yeah, in the Mirror. What a tremendous book that is. I read that a few years ago. The older I get, the more I realize that uh, it's just an incredible, incredible book. It tackles everything, and it, and again, it's a lot of, lot of. Unfortunately, most men are not having these kind of discussions. Mm-hmm. And then I had the privilege to actually go down to Orlando with my two boys and uh, attend the, one of their Friday mornings with Patrick Morley and his brother was there. It was just, it's 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 amazing. The Man in the Mirror is a book that I recommend for anybody. So it's called The Man in the Mirror: Solving the Twenty Four problems men face and they did a 25th anniversary edition several years ago okay which is was updated and it's really good so then what sort of brought you to have a heart specifically for men's ministry well it's it's interesting when coach brown came to our barn you know he had had it on his heart to um, minister to men and young men and at the time i i had no idea and uh we wound up to i wound up being part of a ministry in nebraska called freedmen nebraska mm-hmm. and we did events around the uh, husker spring game you know, it, it just it was a situation where uh, the more I started, the more I was around men, the more I realized that uh, what the Lord did in my heart transformed me to live for him. And mm-hmm. it just it gave me a burden to just share, you know, in particular, being in his word. And so, you know, when I talk to people, I just encourage them if they're not in God's word. You know, there are many plans, many Bible reading plans. But the one year Bible, the one year Bible is is something that if you've never tried you turn it to the date. I'm, I'm a simple guy, Greg, so I, I needed I needed to be explained to me. So I just turn to the date, mm-hmm. and then I get a Old Testament, New Testament, Psalm, and Proverb. I, I was running to His Word, just eating from the Lord's table. It, it just it was remarkable. And so I've got a passion to share that with people. And then also, though, the format of how you're reading the Word. If you've never done it before, this I'm not saying you have to do this format, but it's one that uh, has worked for many, many people, and it just it kind of guides you through. And then there's also the One Year Bible Companion which is a book that goes with it, and it answers approximately four or five questions for that day's reading. Okay. And then there's the one-year Bible blog that you can sign up for free. Being in the Word and, and seeing how it's transformed people over the years, just I just have a, a deep-seated passion to uh, to introduce uh, men to that, as, as, as well as uh, you know anybody, whether it's a man, woman, or child, to explain to them about the importance of reading God's Word. Yeah, yeah, that has to be the foundation for sure, is, is spending time in God's Word. And in light of that, is there a specific area that maybe you've seen the greatest success in ministering to men that, that come to the barn? Or it, tied into that as well as maybe what's the greatest area of need in the men? And, uh, you know, how are that being dealt with, with God's Word? So one of the things that I've noticed, uh, there was a friend of mine uh, that uh, the gentleman started attending our men's group. Uh, he had cancer. He was he was in his uh, 70s, and so he didn't have much time, but he came to our Bible study. And I think what the Lord has allowed us to do through his Holy Spirit is have a just a um, uh, just kind of a, a, a whole culture of uh, just getting right down to the meat of the matter. So not wasting time. And again, it's a safe zone. He had been involved in um, some different things, but nothing like our, like the study that, that, that we have in the barn. And I think that the authenticity of it, where a guy realizes that uh, we're peeling back the onion, diving into the word, and also speaking about uh, things that uh, we might be struggling with, uh, whether it's our work, whether it's marriage, whether it's uh, pornography, and then trying to connect men together to uh, meet one-on-one, uh, meet as a group, whatever it may be to help get you know, to help put, let, let them see that there can be healing through Jesus Christ. 
That's that's wonderful. Now, how many men would you say have uh, been through the sports barn doors since you've been? Yeah, there? that's a, that's a great question, Greg. O- over the years, certainly uh, hundreds, if not if not more. Uh, and the thing that really gets me excited, I'm originally from Chicago, but the Lord brings men from all over the country and the world. In some cases, we have a former uh, Muslim from um, Africa who, who's now a Christian, mm-hmm. and it's just uh, just it's just amazing to see what God has done. And I just, I get excited when people come from all over and uh, certainly through the open door, they're bringing guys from around and it's just, it's, it's been pretty neat to, to see. And, and when you tie in sports, uh, it just seems like, you know, somebody might come in from New York and then they see something with the Yankees or come from Chicago and they see something with the Cubs, whatever it may be. And it just seems like it's a great icebreaker to, uh, to, to talk and then go deeper and then you know, point, uh, point people to Christ. And, and that's, that's the reason that we're here. Right. What, what type of mentoring program do you have as far as maybe the men that are stronger in faith work with those that are new to the Christian faith? So we, we have, uh, I'll give a shout out to one of my friends, uh, Roy Halu, uh, who played for the Huskers and then played for the Redskins in the, uh, in the Raiders. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's, he moved after he, uh, was done playing uh, in the NFL. He, he moved to, to Bennington where I'm at Northwest suburb of Omaha. He comes in and he's a great example of what we're trying to cultivate where he'll, he'll, he'll stay afterwards and he'll meet with the men and then he'll, he'll meet with them throughout the week. We, we, we tell people that, Hey, this is a starting point. So it's, if you picture ESPN, they have sports center. So our Friday morning is like the sports center. But we want we don't want that to be it at all. We want you to have accountability, you know. And when we break into the small groups, a lot of men will, uh, you know, they'll connect there, and then and then we encourage them to meet meet outside of the sports barn, and and that's taken root, especially in the last couple three years, where men have, uh, you know, they've they've gone to the gym together, they've. Uh, held each other accountable uh, meeting, whether it's at a local restaurant or whatever it may be. We definitely tried to create that culture and understand that uh, accountability literally is probably the greatest area of need that we're experiencing for men. You know, you can you can have accountability where somebody dupes you and, and, and says, hey, I'm OK. I'm, I'm uh, for example, I'm not maybe looking at pornography. We want to we want to have true accountability. And, and I've, I've got a friend of mine that's a pastor in Kansas City. You know, weekly on Monday morning, we'll we'll talk and and we'll bring bring that subject up uh, as well. And uh, uh, I just think that it's critical that, that we you know not kind of pussyfoot around on that area and just uh, really really talk about uh, uh, how there can be healing in it. Mm-hmm. Right, right. That's wonderful that you you delve right into the topic at hand or right into the situation and, and look for the godly solution from God's word. And, and Absolutely. We're on KLNG there in Omaha. So, you know, at the end of our conversation, we'll mention how people can get a hold of you if uh, those in that area or passing through that area would like to attend the Bible study prayer group. Oh, that'd be great. In closing, do you have a word of encouragement for our listeners? Yes, uh, Greg, I would just like to say that uh, if you're listening to this interview and you've never had the privilege of reading God's Word, it's alive and active, and it's sharper than a two-edged sword, and there's nothing like it. And we eat food every day, uh, many times, three times a day, uh, but, but how about having a meal from God's table? And if you, if, if you have access uh, to a Bible and start with the Gospel of John, or if you want to get into what we talked about earlier, the one-year Bible, uh, it's made by Tyndale, and you can buy them on Amazon. I would just encourage you and, and let you know that uh, the Lord wants to have a personal relationship with you, and uh, he speaks to us through his word. His word is the playbook of life. 
Well, we're speaking today with Mike Bliss from the Sports Barn Men's Bible Study in Bennington, Nebraska, just outside of Omaha. And Mike, what is going to be the best way for our listeners to get a hold of you? Well, probably right now, Greg, would be just uh, if they're hearing this and they and they would like to attend, we'd love to have them. My email, michaeljosephbliss at gmail.com. So it's uh, michaeljoseph, J-O-S-E-P-H, bliss, all one word, at gmail.com. Okay. And do you have a phone number? 402-680-8990. Okay. 402-680-8990. All right. We'll put uh, the email and the uh, phone number on our website. Mike, thanks so much for joining us today. It's been a tremendous blessing hearing uh, your heart and for men's ministry and, and for all that you're doing there in the Omaha area. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless you. You too, Greg. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for joining us on the Solution Radio Show. Be sure to visit thesolutionradioshow.com where you may re-listen to all of our previous shows at your convenience. There is also a link to the email of today's guest, Mike Bliss, from Sports Barn Men's Bible Study in the Omaha area. You may email me at greg at thesolutionradioshow.com. Our mailing address, The Solution, P.O. Box 9002, Naperville, Illinois, 60567. Have an awesome rest of your day. God bless you in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. The Solution Radio Show archives are available at thesolutionradioshow.com, along with resources to encourage and help in your walk with God. The Solution Radio Show is supported by listeners like you. Make a donation today to join in sustaining God's work at thesolutionradioshow.com. You've been listening to The Solution Radio Show with Greg Backus, and we thank you for joining us today. God bless you. You are God's very best.